0: Welcome to OK Stupid, a guide to self-sabotage in the world of online dating. The names have been changed throughout this story. I should have changed my own. At 3 a.m. on a Tuesday, my girlfriend of five years woke me. It's time, she said. I got up and started carrying furniture out of our apartment into a waiting moving van. The early hour and lack of sleep is my excuse for not seeing the situation for what it was. You know, felons, deadbeats, and junkies move out of their apartments under the cover of darkness. How do you get a rental van at 3 in the morning? Why is she so chipper? None of these questions came to me. Instead, I said things like, watch out for the door frame." Uh, turn it a little to the left. The van was packed. She got in. I kissed her goodbye and crawled back to bed. It wasn't until I woke up a few hours later that I'd realized what had happened. She had dumped me and had me move her furniture. Well played. Now, at the age of 34, I had to relearn how to date. I knew this because my mother told me I needed to find someone. Who will take care of you if you die? She meant well. One day I'll be old and will need someone to take care of me. I should get this person soon. How's that going to happen? My tangential experience with dating was that I'd hang out with a girl, have sex with her, and then I'd be in a relationship. Those relationships were location-based. They started in college or at the office. College was over a decade behind me. Now I work from home. Dating blows. Those that do it well collect their toenail clippings in a jar and they steam clean their recyclables. They organize office get-togethers. The rest of us suck at it. I suck at it. My friends and Oprah all give the same advice. Just be yourself. No. This book is what happened when I was just myself. I was my real self to strangers on the internet. The lesson, if there is one, is don't be yourself. Find someone nice and spend the rest of your life hiding your real self from them at all costs. Face it. If someone that had sex with you really knew who you were... They'd never want to again. Are you happy now? Empty hand to mouth, tore that engine down, and the are- dude. You've gotta try online dating. That's what my friend Kurt told me. We do everything online. Shop, connect with friends, work, pay bills, watch movies. So of course we should use the internet to find our soulmate. The internet makes our lives clean and antiseptic. So why go to the grocery store and be surrounded by heathens shopping for fat-free mayo? Just fire up a browser and order your organic Oreos online. Try online dating. That was the enthusiastic advice from Kurt. He knew that I'd canceled my Facebook account because it was too voyeuristic, and now he wanted me to try online dating. I questioned our friendship, I questioned his sobriety. I'm doing it, and I have a date every night. I told him it sounded creepy, antisocial, and exhausting. Kurt pushed back. It's easy. My profile picture is a shot of the back of my head. That's it. I took a look at the back of his head. There was nothing special about it. I figured the front of my face was at least as attractive as the back of his head. Didn't matter. No, I'll pass. He shook his beautiful head at me. Online dating is a lifestyle choice was one step above going to a peep show. I'll be fine. Look, I'd been single for a year and I was doing fine. I'd spent six months traveling around the globe, seeing the sights and meeting interesting women. Back in New York City, things were uh, more difficult. Uh, I mean, I couldn't go up to a cute girl and like make a joke about how I'm struggling with the language or how the culture is so confusing. Maybe if I went above 190th Street, that would work, but let's be real, me above 190th Street, (laughs) no way. Months passed and I was living in the proverbial desert. Kurt and I met up one night and he introduced me to his girlfriend. She was gorgeous. She was smart. He got her off a Craigslist. I asked if she came with bedbugs. Step one of online dating is to choose a dating site that reflects you and your level of commitment to finding the one. TV ads claim that your perfect match is just a click away. There are online dating sites that cater to Christians, Jews, African-Americans, people that like to be peed upon, connoisseurs of cream corn, the corn allergic, people addicted to EpiPens, men seeking men that are married to a woman seeking a divorce attorney, gardeners that fetish garden gnomes, gnomes that want to be fetishized, the former members of the garden gnome fetish community, and Germans the commercials reminded me of late night infomercials promising that anyone can earn millions of dollars while exerting no effort at all. The question was, which line of bullshit was for me? Match.com and eHarmony flood the airwaves with their proven approach to finding actors that look like they could convincingly pretend to be lifetime partners for 60 seconds. Friends suggested JDate, the website for Jewish singles. I'd remind them that I'm not Jewish. Doesn't matter. you just be practice. I passed. Kurt's tales of success led me to the site that he used to get a date every single night. As a bonus, that site was free. Free reflected my level of commitment. I signed up for an OkCupid account and faced the challenge of writing about myself. The cursor blinked at me. Well, summarize yourself already. Uh, uh, huh. All right, um, it all started in the mid-70s. Uh, disco was on the upswing and the economy was on a downswing. What kind of degenerate writes their own dating advertisement? Does anyone read these profiles or do they go straight to the pictures? I thought my pictures were fine and some even good. Many women have assured me that I am wrong. For school picture day, when I had to take a nice photo so that grandma could see what I looked like, My insincere smile made me look like a cherub sold on the home shopping network. Damn, my delicate features. As a side note, Grandma thought my name was Jimmy, and she wore her bra on the outside of her clothing. Why does that crackpot need a nice photo of me? Send her a picture of Jimmy. After some research, the internet told me that I should tilt my chin down and look up towards the camera. Tilt down, look up, do the hokey pokey, and you're gonna die alone. Some people are naturals when it comes to getting their photo taken. Cameras are my kryptonite. Step one, the profile photo. Online dating requires you to be photogenic, to know which side of your face is best, to not have weird spasms. The second a camera is aimed at me, my face contorts into that of Calvin. One eye squashes closed, and my tongue sticks out. Cameras don't steal my soul, they steal my dignity. No one ever taught me how to take a photo. I don't mean, know. Look, I've met people that are masters at knowing their angles. I wasn't one of those kids posed endlessly in front of the mirror, tilting my chin down and looking up. Look, those kids were creepy. They also practiced their autographs endlessly. You're in the seventh grade. Who the hell wants your autograph? Oh, you have such a nice face. Why do you always make a face like that? My friend Carissa asked me that after seeing my photos. I'd known her since college, and I've turned to her regularly to understand women. They're nuts. Just act like a man. She told me this while painting the mirrored doors of her closet. Don't be a boy, all wishy-washy and bleh. Take charge. She had done the online dating dance and was familiar with the horrors of the profile photo. Know what you always do in photos? Don't do that. This advice was given to me at a time when I wasn't trying to make a face, at times when I figured, okay, it's time to grow up. You're in the ninth grade now. You bought your first can of Zit Cream, it's time to get serious for photo day. At that point it was too late. My face had its own mission. As an adult, I've just given up. Now I just try to control my spaz out. Before I uploaded my own photo, I studied other people's photos. Through the obvious professional photo shoots... Sometimes these were for wannabe actresses or foreign models from a Sears catalog, complete with that cheesy 1980s laser beam backdrop. The last time I had a professional photo taken, I was in the 12th grade. My parents hang this photo in their house. I look like a reject from a boy band. Other profiles were of girls wearing bikinis. These photos are great, but since a young age, I've had way too much body hair to pull off a bikini. The cell phone selfie taken in a bathroom with the flash taking up half of the image. That's the most common photo. These look like shit. Because I wanted to be myself, and the dating site kept reminding me to upload a picture. Profiles with pictures get a 300% improved response rate. I just turned to the pin old sized camera built into my laptop. I'd read an article that said that men should not look directly into the camera, when it said, look to the side. By looking directly into the camera, men look menacing. There is no way in hell I could ever look menacing. But I followed their advice. Oh my God, you look awful in your photo. That's how Carissa reacted when she saw my profile picture. No wonder no one responds to you. I tried a different picture. Clean up your apartment. You look like a slob that's thinking about getting a maid. I couldn't take it anymore. I just opted for a photo of me stealing a drink from a homeless man. Why not? My hair looks great in that photo. What's up, ladies? I have a full head of hair, and I'm trying to clean up our parks. Message me. I know a great place to go drinking. Creating an online profile is harder than calculus. I've never taken calculus. It took me three tries to spell it correctly, and now I'm exhausted. Do I approach my online dating profile like a ginned up resume? My self-summary. Me and Al Gore invented the internet. I don't know. Everyone lies on their dating profiles. I could add a couple of inches to my height, but if I wanted to stick with that lie, I'd need new shoes. It wasn't worth it. I took the contrarian approach and expressed myself honestly. My self-summary. If you're reading this, you're probably drunk. I decided to get drunk in order to complete the rest of the profile. What am I doing with my life? I worked for giant corporations destroying the planet. Then I worked for nonprofits trying to destroy giant corporations. And now I work for myself and try to avoid destruction. I'm really good at peeling tomatoes, smashing garlic, and getting lost. First things people usually notice about me is that I'm not a glamour boy, I'm fierce. I'm a glamour boy. I'm fierce. I kept answering the rejected questions from a Cosmo quiz that every site uses to define people. Six things you could never do without. On a typical Friday night, I am, and more. These questions were written by a speed-addicted member of my high school glee club. All sense of self-worth and dignity left me as I completed the profile. Were those 300 words an apt description of me? More importantly, were they going to get me laid? The last line of my profile summed up my feelings to the whole endeavor. This is weird. Now that the hard part was over, I was ready for the spoils. It was time to search through the girls of the internet. My eyes became dry as I scrolled and clicked through dozens of profiles. felt dirty and wrong but I couldn't stop. I was like a crackhead with a can of frosting. More click, more click, more yum. The majority of women wrote on their profile that they like to laugh and have fun. Really? That's too bad, because I'm looking for a lady that likes to cry and cut herself. Wow, a woman that likes to laugh and have fun? If I can find somebody that also likes breathing, I think I can make mama proud. Then I found her. She was a perfect combination of elegance and degradation. In her picture, she was playing a violin in the subway. She, Tornado Storm, was the reason I started this journey. Now I was ready to send my first message. The first of what turned out to be hundreds of letters to ladies on the internet. Subject line, how does this work? Hello. I know the right way is not to start with, hello, but how's it going? That sounds like a ridiculous way to say, well, hello. What next? Like, why you out of everyone else? It comes down to the violin. It's not some weird fetish involving cat gut, but I know what zaccato and Talone mean because once upon a time I used to write music for string quartets. They weren't that good, but it was fun. Honestly, I have no idea how this is supposed to work. The whole online thing seems incredibly strange to me. But beyond the obvious and the fact that you wrote that you're happy on a typical Friday night, I figured I should give this a shot. Cheers, Anthony. I waited for her to respond and tell me how perfect my message was, how she'd been waiting for someone to understand the Italian phrasing for at the frog and for someone she could share her metro card with. Day later she responded the only way she could have She deleted her account. That's it for episode one of OK Stupid, a guide to self-sabotage in the world of online dating. Thanks for listening.